Do we have a problem? You're listening to the Don't Go Postal podcast with Donovan Stroud. Thank you for listening. Uh, how you doing, Michael? Doing good, man. Thank you for having me on your show. Of course, man. Uh, at least I could do after you made me the first person on Poppin' Culture. Hey, man. Can't wait to have you back. Yeah, and we're going to be reviewing Indian in the Cupboard. Yes, yes. I uh, can't wait, man. Uh, very interesting movie, but we'll leave that for when we review it. Have you watched it already? Uh, I'm almost through it. Like I fell asleep like um, <laughs> at 45 minutes in, but it was late. so. It's kind of the perfect movie to fall asleep. That's all I'll say about it. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah thanks for putting me on it, man. I can't wait to finish it. But yeah, I, I end up falling asleep. Uh, okay. So, so how you been, man? What's new? Uh, what's new is... Uh, well, Biden is president-elect. That's what's new. That's the, the time frame of when we're recording this. It'll probably be like two weeks. I, probably, I don't even want to say two weeks. I'll probably be like... Four weeks is with how late I'm doing. I might start uploading them more frequently. Okay. I might do that. Yeah, I switched mine up to, um, because I used to do, like, well, you saw it. I used to, like, post on Tuesday, like, hey, my guest is, and then Thursday I'll release the podcast. And then I was just like, that's, that's an extra step that doesn't need to be made. Like, once I upload it, everybody knows who's on it. So I just released the podcast on Tuesdays. And um, in the future, hopefully uh, by this, my goal is the end of November or December, um, I'll release the podcast on Tuesday and a movie review Thursday. That's a good schedule. Uh, I just fucking just randomly upload the shit. But that's what's like so cool about having your own little thing is just having the freedom to choose what you want to do as far as like uploading and shit. I'm going to grab a water, we can keep talking, uh, and just let the fucking, uh, you need anything? You good? You, you got anything? Uh, yeah, you got yeah. the jersey mics. You got yeah. That. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Jake said, just had to be on the podcast. Uh, I was telling Donovan, like, the Don't Go Post a Podcast, uh, I'm a fan of my friends, so, uh, whatever my friends doing, I always try to support, but, like, his podcast is definitely on point, like, it, it's had me laughing plenty of times, so, uh, like it's it's great for car rides. Like every every episode is a new story and it's always hilarious. I just remembered I forgot something. I'm gonna pause it one second. All right, we're back. I fixed what I have forgotten and we are talking with Michael here. Uh, so Indian in the Covered, great movie. One of like my childhood movies that I loved, and uh, another one of those is Space Jam, which we did talk about for a minute on Pop and Culture. Yes, he's. Uh, you were on your LeBron rant, and um, so are you excited to see the sequel at all? Honestly, I don't think it'll ever be made. They finished it like last summer. Get out of here! It's done. Hmm? And LeBron did it. Yep, on the Ma- way of winning the championship. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look into that. I I don't think um I think it'll probably come out on Disney Plus. I think the movie theaters are over, man. 
If it's a Disney man, I don't know. I, I just don't think LeBron has the acting chops. Of course not, but Michael didn't either. Like, but Michael pulled it off. He wasn't lame. I feel like LeBron will be lame. I, I think I'm gonna. I, I liked LeBron and his come up, you know. And I was with him for a while, but he made some horrible decisions where I was just like, I I can't be on board anymore. Are you talking about leaving Cleveland? Uh, some. I mean, no. Because uh, you you talking about when he went to Miami? Yeah, because, you know, I've been to Cleveland, like... It sucks. Yeah, I mean, my hometown is Winsboro, and I have a lot of love with Winsboro, South Carolina. I doubt anybody there be like, man, he left. Like, I don't think anybody would be upset. Like, but they'd be more like, we understand. Okay, you're comparing Winsboro to Cleveland. Yes. Okay. In aspects of, yeah, I don't see myself living here. And why would you want to? Exactly. Like, what's here for me? Winsboro, uh, we're famous for uh, the longest running town clock in the world. So how do we get talking about um, locations when we're talking about Space Jam and LeBron? How do we get on this? Cleveland. We're Cleveland. talking about... Oh, because uh, I said I didn't like LeBron. Yeah. And the decisions he made, that's right. Uh, and what, what location did you just ask about? I was like, it's comparing it, like, I grew up in Winsboro, South Carolina, and when it comes to Winsboro, South Carolina, it's like, you know, I wouldn't want to live there now, like, it was a cool place to grow up, because I was a kid, but, you know, I want to, I want to be around people, like, Winsboro's a very much a country town. I guess that is the appeal of those towns, it's just like, uh, being able to just raise a family there, because big city, man, there's so many different variables. True. Like, when I went to New York, it's absurd. It's chaos. It's every culmination in one. It's just, uh... I'm sorry, I'm messing with my mask. Is that distracting you? No, it's totally fine. All right. Uh, how, how did it go to New York, man? You had a good time? It was incredible. It was everything I expected and more. And I wanted to live there, man. I was like, ah, oh, this, is, this is for me. How did the open mics go? The open mics were basically the comics telling jokes to other comics, but it was cool, and I did okay. You know, I felt like I was at my realist then, like like really just laying myself out there more than I ever have, just to, trying my best to, to make my shit funny. And, uh, you know, it, it put forth a, a mindset that I know I need to be at in order to be at that level. And right now... Uh, I would say I'm not there, uh, honestly. Like, I feel like that trip to New York helped me realize that I was not ready for New York. Was there a moment there where you were like, this is where I need to be? There wasn't a moment where I said, this is where I need to be now. I know that I don't need to be there right now. Okay. Um, did you try any food? We tried uh, pizza from the Stands Comedy Club. Okay. And they had some really good pizza. It was like bacon and pineapple, I think, and some, you know, like chicken and just like all kinds of good, you know, different uh, toppings you could do for it, which is nice. I like that for pizza. It's like putting some good toppings. Nice, nice. I'll do, uh, I'd make sure we check that out. We're, uh, we're looking at um, trying to go up there for New Year's. It's weird. Um, we won't have her 
going after the, the boy for like two months. He's actually going to Guam to meet his grand, like the rest of his family. So we're trying to decide either it's going to be uh, New York for New Year's or we're just, if we can't do New York, we'll just do Charleston for New Year's. Charleston or Savannah. Wow. Are you saving for all of these choices, like for these places? Uh, I'm I'm a big budgeter, so like technically I'm always saving. So yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable either way. Damn, that's where I learned about that real late in life, like how to budget and stuff. Oh man, I uh, yeah, I was blessed to learn that early. Don't get me wrong, I definitely like messed up money like earlier, but like. Learning, learning to live below your means is just the secret to everything. Okay, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, because uh, if, you, if you live just to match what you have to pay in bills, you'll never get freedom. Right, or any kind of, uh, like, making forward progress. Mm-hmm. I was, um, I think I was either 20 or 21, and uh, I saw these people working overtime, and I just actually asked them, I was like, why do you work all the time? And it was like, well, I got this, I got this, I got that. And I was just like, oh, okay. It's not that you don't make enough to survive. It's the fact that you threw extra bills on. And now you have to work overtime or get a second job. But if that, you know, unless you have kids. If you have kids, it's a whole different thing. If you have a kid, now, like, that extra income is for a great reason. Because you got to, you know, you got to raise a child. So, But when I meet somebody single and broke, it's just... I never want to judge anybody, but it's always like, man, like... You got it made, and you're fucking up. <laughs> like that. Like, you're looking at them like that. Like, you don't even have this big financial burden of a kid, or responsibility, even a fucking cat. You don't have a dog, and you can't afford to live. It, I, I never, I'm never that blunt, but, like, I do think, like, yeah, like, it could be so much worse on you, so... But usually those people, if you give them the right advice, point them in the right direction, within some people five months, they can get everything together. Yeah, and a lot of people are quick learners, you know, and sure. you tell them something once and they get it. And that's such a a, a cool thing when you're uh, raising a kid, I imagine. Yeah, it's definitely a, man, I, I just I just love my girlfriend's son, man. I'm so glad I get to be a, a father figure, like a... He tried to call me dad once, and I had to, like, clear that up immediately because, you know, his dad's a decent fella. So I'm always like, don't call me dad, just call me Mike because I never want to. I grew up without my father, so to me, I don't ever want to, like, take his father's spot from him because his father is in his life. So I'm always like, no, I'm Mike, I'm Mike. But the funny thing I want to tell you was uh, uh, my neighbor, um, the condo over from my, he's like 29, 30 like, young bachelor, like, has women coming through all the time. And I never paid attention that my girlfriend's son was noticing. So one day I pick him up from daycare. We come back to the condo. We're about to go in. And um, my girlfriend's son says, Mr. Davidson has a lot of sisters. Because, like, one of the girls was, like, waiting outside the door for him to open. And I was just like, yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> and then we get inside and... I should make it a bit, but we can't sign. He said, he kisses his sisters in the mouth. And I was like, take your shoes off and go. I'm about to make some eat. And I was just like, oh, man. Yeah, you should turn into a bit. Yeah. And I also think that you should tell him that he can call you dad. If he wants to call you dad, 
I think he can still call his father dad too if he wants to. But you know what I mean? If he already suggests it, it's he, right? Yeah. If if uh if he suggests it right now, I don't like know. he he wants to he wants to call you dad. Like I grew up, uh, you know, my stepdad raised me, and then I got to know my father. Uh, I don't think I ever called my father dad. Okay. But uh, definitely called my stepdad dad. You know. Yeah. And because I mean, he raised me since I was like four years old. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah true. He's true. always had a lot of like good male role models. Nice, 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 nice. Well, yeah, that that's totally different. I'm guessing your father was nowhere in your life at that time. I didn't get to know my father until I was. 17, 18. Okay. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad you got to meet him, though, man. Like, I was uh, I was like 16 when my mom was like, "Hey, your dad died," and I was like, "Oh, word." <laughs> you were how old? I was like 16 or 17. She's like, "Hey, your dad died." I was you like, never met him? Nah, man. I asked my mom once about my dad, cause growing up, if you don't have something, you don't think about it. But I was watching Rugrats, believe it or not, and I was like. Oh man, I don't have that guy. I went to my mom's like, uh, where's my dad? Like, clear as day, she was like, do you see him? And I never asked another question because I was scared. Like, I was super scared because I was like, she had never raised her voice to that tone before. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I don't. Uh. It'd be funny if there was like a writer for a movie who didn't have a dad growing up and so he doesn't put that into his film. He's just like not writing it into the script. He's just like, Oh, uh, there's supposed to be a father? What? <laughs> yeah, I, it just, <laughs> that'd be crazy. Let's say I do blow up one day, and that'd be crazy. Just like, man, this guy was kind of stupid. His whole time, he just like, everybody else walking around with dads, so he just. Like, man, these people have so many brothers. Yeah. <laughs> just not even acknowledging that their dad's like, man, these people have so many cousins. Yes. <laughs> Look that's, just like them, too. That's like, the name of the movie, So Many Cousins. So Many Cousins. Man. Uh, instead of father figures, just like cousins. Yeah. Cousins teach them uh, things like like that father would. So, do you want a kid? Eventually, yeah. Nice man. Nice. Not man. right now. I think you'd be a great father now. Wow, thank you. That means a lot coming from a stepdad. I respect stepdads. <laughs> My girlfriend's mom is like, "Are you guys gonna have kids?" And I tell her I take the pill before she does. I just. I'm, I'm, I'm good on this side. You don't side. take birth control? It's just, it's just a joke. But like, I, I like it from this side of the table. Like, um, a great analogy is like, my my girlfriend's son could become the next Shaq. And it's like, cool, I was there. It's not my genes. I can't take any credit for how, what he is, you know. Or he can become the next, what, John Wayne, John Wayne Gacy. And I'm just like, I'm nowhere in there. Right, so you can either... Go full in or full out at any time. Yes. <laughs> if he becomes amazingly successful, like, I was here. If he becomes a murderer, I told y'all. I've been telling y'all, like... Like, this has been a woman on her own uh, raising this kid. That's what happened. So what's the swords about? I mean, I'm not My stepdad. That my mom's married to now. I have, so I have another stepdad. My mom's married to someone new now. And Well, congrats to her. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, she divorced from my stepdad who raised me, I think, when I was like uh, 19, 20, around something there. Uh, but yeah, this new guy, uh, Jimmy, is is really awesome, really cool guy. And he's got a bunch of 
uh, you know, just stuff. Nice. He's one of those guys. He, he likes to have a lot of stuff. Okay. I had a bit about him uh, talking about the Let Go app. You know what that yeah, is? Yeah, I know exactly what that is. They have some good commercials. Yeah, where you can just let go of items that you're holding on to, like old lawnmowers that need to be fixed, but you never get around to fixing it, right? Yeah, yeah I won't burn my bit, but he was using that app for the wrong reasons. Oh, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Because you're, you're supposed to let go of things, not pick things up. Oh, true, yeah. <clears throat> He's like, there's some good stuff on there. <laughs> I'm like, that's not... Uh, now I literally just burned the bit. Damn it. So you think your step, well, your ex step, oh man, how do I word this? Your old stepdad, do you think he's going to get remarried? Uh, uh, it's really sad to say, but uh, he, he's told me before, like, your mother was the love of my life. Like, there's nobody else. I don't, I don't want to look for anybody else. And uh, Man, that's, that's, that's uh, deep, you know? Yeah, man, that's... Uh... It's like deeply sad, but yeah. it's deep. Yeah, give it time, man. Give it time. Yeah, and then I'll make jokes about it. Yeah. Right. Oh, step. I just, man, I, I can't even see myself doing it again. I can't. Like, see I yourself. Get married again, like, like I'm after that first divorce, man. I can't see. Like, I love my girlfriend a lot, and and um, I did something better than marriage. I got life insurance. <laughs> And uh, she's been, I ain't gonna lie though, she's been seasoning food heavy as hell lately. Like, pouring that. Like, she can always cook, but she's been seasoning food heavy. That's nothing wrong with that. I'm, doing, I'm saying this on the podcast in case I, some mysterious death, so we know. She's gonna season it with some rice and get breaking bad on you? I, I, either way, if it's any mysterious death, guys, investigate. Because... Uh, but yeah, I got life insurance. I was like, you know, I we could do this, but like I told her, and she's divorced too, so she was cool with not getting married. So I mean, that's seems like a, a, a like you would at first glance with no thought behind it, you can say, oh look at these people, they both failed at marriage. You know, if you don't put any thought behind it, you can say that. But if you look into it, it's like both of you know what not to do. And both of you are going to do your best not to make the same mistake. And it makes it stronger. And, uh, you know, if you don't put any thought behind things, you're just going to sound ignorant. I don't know if you were agreeing with me or not, but I, yeah, I, I, get, I get what you're saying, I believe. I am agreeing with you. Okay. Uh, what are we agreeing about? About marriage being stupid? Marriage is not stupid. If I if we were to break up right now, I could literally just walk away. If you were to get divorced, you have to wait a whole year. Okay, well, you know, don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That was perfect. Like I saw your brain just go. Well, <laughs> don't fuck up, like. <laughs> like you was like you were searching for answers for that comment and you just like I got this one ace I got the one big joker <laughs> like I can throw it out there yeah alright but hey, man, you guys you. are incredible though man it's, it's, it's good to see a couple like y'all like y'all the one thing I love about seeing y'all together is you're, you're always smiling and yeah, I, it's the perfect balance it's the yin and the yang it's the key to the universe it's love it's conception it's reality it's, it's everything combined into one manifest it into a 
beautiful existence and and a feeling of just like mutual respect and uh you know authenticity that uh you realize you're being your truest self this person and it's it's fucking wonderful man and the ring part you know it's just like a showing off it's just like yeah taken so that's that's the appeal to marriage right that's the appeal i mean i'm, I'm saying everything you said you're saying when i was in my first marriage man right? like yeah love is amazing man it's the strongest drug ever like, it's the only drug in the world that make you say, you know what? I want to spend forever with you. It's and a billion it's people it's also the fucking thing that can destroy the world. It's both. How can it destroy the world? Say someone like my previous stepdad. Isn't, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like he said, like, he loved my mom. Yeah. That was That was it. Yeah. And that's, in a way, destroying his world, as sad as that is. And uh, if you're listening, uh, you know who you are, and uh, just know that I love you, and uh, try not to talk too much about my family on the podcast, blow everybody's spot up, you know what I mean? So we'll move past that, Okay. and we'll talk about uh, blood relation, like, do you think there's anything that makes, uh, like, say for instance, you know, you're raising a kid that is not your blood really like you know like now you didn't create that kid so do you think that if that was your kid the relationship would be stronger no just because like i would never stay with somebody because of a child like i just don't believe in that like the idea that like okay this baby's gonna make our relationship stronger that's gonna tie us closer I no, 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 not with your uh, baby mama or the wife. Uh, not not with that. I'm saying your relationship with the child. Like, oh. You... Next. Next? Yeah, no comment. I don't want to put that on record. <laughs> okay. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, man, I have a friend. I won't say his name, but like, like he definitely was like, yeah, man, like, I, I do love this this child more than that child. Like, he said it blunt. He was like, I'll never say it to him. But, like... He's like a stepdad and a Stepdad a and a father. But he was just like, I'll never say it to anybody. But, like, inside, I know it's true. He was like, as soon as, as, soon as the baby came out the womb, you know, he was holding it. He was like, yeah, I love this one more. Like, it was just like, it was just one of those things where he was like, I love both. But if he was going to a burning building... Even if he saw... Oh, the, no, that's horrible. <laughs> even if he saw the stepchild first, he would pick up the stepchild. That's but, like, he would get his... Kind first. of an extreme first example for you to give there. With <laughs> that guy. I mean, when it comes to kids, though, man, I mean, I, I didn't want to, like, sugarcoat it either. Like, you should have been there when I heard it. I was just like... I, I felt when I heard it, I was just like, oh, man. I mean, I, I know exactly how you feel when you heard it. Because right now, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. man. Because I just... I, you know, I... I mean, I wish he used another analogy. That would have worked that way better, but... I mean, when, we got to come up with another person to have an analogy with after yeah. that. To just, like, rinse our, our palate. Yeah, that is a dirty taste. I'm sorry, guys, but that, that's not <laughs> my story. But, okay, you did ask me. And I, my my own opinion, um, all jokes aside, I would hope not. You would hope that it wouldn't make a difference. I would hope I would love both of them the same way. I right. So, but, because I, I love my girlfriend's son. He, he's amazing. But I think at the end of the day, I, I can't lie and say, like, he's not mine. So, like, the idea of me getting super attached. 
Because she could break up with me tomorrow and I could never see him again. So that's kind of the, the thing where it is. It's like, I have no rights to have him if we were ever to break up. So I'm very close to him and I love him. But it's not like the same in that way, if that makes sense. There are a lot of stepdads that probably see it the opposite way. And they see it as like, I'm helping raise this kid. I have, you know, a right to, to them. But the fact that they're not blood related uh, in court is just like something to, hard to win, right? Like uh, if it's not the blood fought, like the relative father. Uh, yeah, I, I, I doubt that, uh, um... It's, it's more about whose name is on the birth certificate, believe it or not. And uh, my name's on no legal document, so. Yeah, you're perfect, man. You can go to Puerto Rico just disappear anytime you want. <laughs> Dude, she won't know. You'll be sipping Bacardi. It's just like, ah, oh, man. Ain't got to worry about no divorce. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I hope you never have to go through it, man. But, to go through divorce? It would be horrible. But it's just... There's so many things that... It's like so many people switch up on you. And that's the part. you like, man, they're friends with both of us. And then you just like, out of nowhere, you realize like, no, they're friends with her. Man. Did y'all have to hire lawyers on that? No, we only were married for five months. You were only married for five months? Yeah, but she was supposed to get a divorce. Uh, did you what like, happened was... Um, did you like not bang until marriage or something? What no, we there? banged before that. But what happened was... Um, <laughs> So she didn't. So I was just like, look, I don't, I don't want to be with you. Like she was, she wanted to make it work, and pretty much I took four thousand dollars of her debt, of her debt, put it on my credit card, and she was supposed to get the divorce finalized, and she never did. So literally, almost four years later, I was like, okay, I'll just get the divorce since she's not gonna. I'm, I'm tired of the runaround. So I went ahead and got the divorce, man, but. Yeah, I took $4,000 of her debt, put it on my credit card, thinking, oh, she'll, she'll take care of the divorce. She never did. And I had to pay $4,000 of her debt, and then I had to pay uh, for the divorce. So. Jeez. That's, but uh, that's... it wasn't really that. It wasn't the money. It was more of, wow, all these people I thought that were close to me were like, fuck you. As soon as y'all yeah. set, separated. And it was just, uh, were they originally your friends or originally that hers? I mean, uh, I thought they were both, but I I see how they were majority were close to her. Remember, I once I met her like right after I got disfellowship. Like I grew up a Jehovah's Witness, so uh, when I got kicked out of that religion, uh, you got kicked out of it. Yeah, man, I, I enjoy having sex, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did, man. Like, I enjoy. He it. said that so casually with like the most just. Uh, real. You know, you're just like real. You're just like, eh, I mean, something I like. And they must not like it there. Okay, yeah, so not, you, were, not you got kicked marriage, out? Not before marriage. So I got oh, kicked so, out. okay, so you got kicked out for, for banging before marriage. All right. Yeah, and then uh, I got into the... And, and it was just so much, and it was just like... Man, so for a little while, man, I was just lost. Because, like, I, you know... I'm not a Joe Witness anymore. I was a Joe Witness for like 20, almost 22 years of my life. I stopped being Joe Witness. And it was weird, man. Like, they always scared you from being in the world. And, uh. Um, so they scared you from being in the world? Yeah, like, if you're a Joe Witness, like, you're, uh, considered not part of the world. Yeah, but you're out in the world walking around. So, how is that not being in the world? Uh, like, I wouldn't go, like, to worldly gatherings. Like, I wouldn't, like, um,. I can only 
I can only associate with other Joe ones. Like, I'd go, like, hang out. Like, I couldn't hang out with workmates and shit like that. All right, okay. Or at least I wasn't supposed to. You know, I got kicked out, so of course I was doing that. You're hanging out with people from work and stuff, and they don't like that. They don't like Well, not really out. work. Just people that weren't Joe Witness. Like, I had friends that weren't Joe Witness. I had coworkers that were You know, just like, you know. And it didn't, and I don't want to say nothing negative. Like, I'm talking, like, I'm bashing it. They literally did ask me, like, hey, are you going to keep doing this? And I was just like, yeah. No, we can we can bash Jehovah's Witness. Nah, I haven't had my mom's still one. Like my family is still Jehovah's Witness, so I don't want. You've been banished though. Like yeah, you, you still I... have a great relationship with them. No. So what are you holding back for? I, I love my mom, and that's that's kind of it. That's... And you respect that she's still in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's devoted. Like my whole family, my brother, my uncle. Uh, man, it's so wild, man. Like I have a nephew. And I want to say, I have a nephew, I have two nephews or a nephew and niece, I haven't even met them yet. I saw one picture of my older nephew when he was like two months old. But I, They're I, just keeping him away from me? I mean, if I went back, it's, it's, it's one of those things like, I would have to go back to be a Joe Witness. Like, it's not like... They live near? They live literally 30 minutes away. Oh my god, that's that's horrible. See, and, and I have uh, some family members that really just looked down upon other family members because they had been divorced you know and it's like oh you you they're like that kind of religious and they also have a shit ton of kids so oh okay like that kind like just that's crazy man like that i never understand people look down on people getting divorced like divorce is the best thing ever man like, I hate when people say stuff, like, quote scriptures and be like, divorce is bad. It's like, look, you can be miserable forever, or you can get out of this horrible relationship that's going nowhere. Hey, man, my wife's going to listen to this, and okay, she's going to Okay, you're right, like, my fault. This is not my She's going to be like, Michael's got some good points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I hope that would be so... <laughs> you know, I have to listen to it a little bit. He made a few points. I hope I don't make no arguments, buddy. Just be like, that's the only comeback you had was don't fuck up. <laughs> She's going to be like, I listened to your most recent episode with Michael, and I wrote some notes for you, and then she goes to slide the notes over, and it's You're just like You're nailing her voice, by the way. What? Yeah, well, I thought you were doing her voice. I was like, that's a good job. Oh, it was just a... Uh, it wasn't her voice. It was more of just like her cadence. Okay. But uh, instead of notes, it's going to be like the summon to court. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the divorce paperwork. So I got notes in your most recent podcast. Slides uh, it over. Yeah. Um, the Last Dance. Have you seen that with Michael Jordan? Yes, man. I uh, I was such a fan that I went over to my coworker's house to watch it instead of waiting for it to come on Netflix. I didn't uh watch it when it was on the original thing. What did it originally come on? Yes, man. Yes, but man. it was every Sunday. But man, that show is great, and just watching uh, Michael Jordan. I've only seen three episodes. Okay. But it's a great, great show. I gotta finish it. It's, it's weird because it's like, am I spoiling it by telling you anything? Because it happened and you can like research it, but. I mean, some of the, the very minor details of like the general manager that was causing shit or whatever, and just the the inner turmoil. I um, think. I'm not like super keen to. Yeah. I thought, I think, man, like. They, they they wrap it around pretty well towards the end, but like that the episodes you seen, man, like the guy's dead. So I'm like, come on, guys, like you can't you can't really bash him too much, 
and make him sound like a bad guy when he can't. Because everybody else is there, like, defending themselves, trying to say this and that. And the guy, and the G, you know, manager's dead. Like, he can't, you know. Right. I mean, that's the only time you can talk shit about someone is when they die, right? It's just like, what are they going to say? Nothing. Just got the family saying, he was nothing like this. Yeah, the family is where it, it comes in, and uh, it can be a problem. Because if the family's still alive, obviously, they're going to cause a ruckus. But, uh, what was that? I had a point I was going to say about that. Uh, it's a matter of, like, respect. It's just like, and sh- you know, showing respect. And that is something, honestly, uh, I have a problem with. Like, not everyone deserves respect. Like, I was delivering some, uh, advertisements for some political candidate. And it was, in, you know, a local South Carolina guy. And at the top, it said, everyone deserves respect. I'm sitting there thinking, like, that's not true. You know, like, not everyone does. Who do you think doesn't deserve respect? Type of people, not names. Don't say names. I mean, joke thieves. True. But I've learned my mistakes as far as that. And you have to have concrete proof. You can't just be like, this might be... Uh, the case but when you when you like have the proof and you find out like they don't need to be on stage they don't need to be doing this like they need to find something else my biggest thing is like if somebody says hey is this this sounds similar to blah 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 just just kill it don't try to work it around because if it sounds similar then just kill it that's my own personal experience being like hey man that sounds like so and so or like someone calling me like hey man your joke sounds too similar to mine and just like oh I'm more creative than just to keep telling that joke and just... Obviously, that's situational, but yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, true. That's very situational, yeah. But it's just, it's just so much easier to just be like... Especially, I can say if it hurt if it's like your favorite. Like, this is something I worked on. And now this person from, what, three states away is like, yeah, oh, that's mine. It's like, look, but enough people have heard this to know that I'm not. But I'd rather just scratch it off than um, have that aspect. But then some people will call you on it and then be like straight up lying about it. You have jokes that are like your favorites? I have no joke that's my favorite, but I definitely have jokes where I know I can get a crowd back, if that makes sense. Right, if you say this, it can, it can turn things around. Yeah, like I know, like, I have sayings that if a joke doesn't work out in open mic, I, or if I'm trying new material that I, don't, that I don't know will work, I have phrases that I know it can get the crowd back like that. Okay, yeah, that's good to have in your back pocket, man. Yeah, so that's why I would say those are my favorite, just because, like, you, everybody's working for that 45, so you have to steadily, like, okay, I'm trying new stuff out. Oh, that worked. I didn't. Let me say this. Because you never want to lose your rhythm when you're on stage. Yeah. And your cadence. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely that, because if you look nervous, the crowd knows it. Do you think cloning is real, and if it's, like, out now, like, and it's a thing now? And They've been doing food for years. We can, I mean, we could look up some stuff, too, on Google, uh, like what they have cloned. Uh, no, we've been doing that for years. We clone food. What about people? No. You seen that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Hmm? Where he, there's a bunch of clones? Yeah. What is that called? The Sixth Man? Yep. But, uh, no. Sounds, sounds like a basketball movie. Yeah, I think that's what they were going for, like the Sixth Man. Like, we clone... But the, 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 to go back to the joke thief thing, man, like, 
I think like it's one of those things where we just you have to be so clear clear cut when you call it because if you call it wrong, like it just looks bad. Like I, you know, it's one of those things because once you get that reputation, it's like having a stink on you that's almost impossible to get off. That's why you privately uh, should do it. Yes, yes, it definitely like, should be like. Hey, this sounds, sounds like, like this. yeah, and the bitch is like nah. And I've learned if they get like super like mad, then maybe. But yeah, because that that's a that's something that is just you you can't get it off. Like once it's on, you can try your best. Like Carlos Mencia actually does get booked for like small clubs. Like he was in the Comedy Zone in Greenville last year, but like he can't really do anything above two hundred people. Yeah, but that's the Comedy Zone. I mean, yeah, it's still a club. Like you know, he's known for stealing shit. You know. Yeah, but I mean, like, they've booked the Hodgkin twins and you know YouTubers uh, and magicians. Yeah, and true. It's like uh, I look at a place like Zany's or a place like the Comedy Store or uh, you know the Comedy Cellar in New York. Those places is like that's the the thing, you know what I mean? Like, that's it. True, it's not it's not just a business. They're there for whoever's funny. And they know they can do stand-up. I got you. And, and less of, like, a chain. Like, if you, if you are expanding, good for you, right? Like, you get multiple things, like, venues and, you know, multiple locations for your comedy, like, place. You know, good for you. But, I don't know. I'm just more of a fan of quality. Okay. So, like, do you have, like, any um, favorite comedians that, of right now that you listen to? Uh, not really. I mean, like, I'm I'm so focused on, like, not being considered, like, a plagiarist or, like, having any kind of tone. So I don't want to sound similar to people. So, like, I have to really like them to listen to their stand-up. Like, the last special I heard was literally Mark Norman on YouTube. After lunch. Yeah. He was in Greenville, believe it or not. I saw him, man. A lot of people I know went and a got lot. to see him. A lot of people, yeah. That's really cool, yeah. And somebody that I've booked at the sandbar got to host for it, so. I was on that show. With him, yeah. Yeah, I was on that show when you booked me. Yep. And uh, that one person didn't pay their uh, bartender bill, but you know that's besides the point. We won't mention no. names. They didn't pay that bill that time or two other times that they were on a show, so. Um, yeah, you kept booking them. Wow. I didn't know, man. I, but that's just such a sleazy thing. Uh, I don't want to throw anybody on the bus. We'll move past that. Damn. Just pay your fucking bartenders, okay? Pay for everything and tip them well. He did. Wow. Yeah. I, so, I'll tell I mean, you, I understand, I'll, like, you, you forget, but three times... This isn't the only negative stuff I've heard about that person, but we can talk about that. Yeah, we'll keep it. Yeah, Move past. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of depopulation? Can you go a little bit farther with next? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, I guess to like, go further would be the reducing of the world's numbers to help with uh, climate change. Okay, Thanos. Uh, we can. Uh, uh, yeah, kind of like a Thanos. Like, if you just snap and get rid of a country, what country would it be? Go. 
No, I don't like this game. This, this is that's a game where nobody wins. Like, uh, man, do you think that's really the answer? What do you mean? Like, I think if we're cloning food, I think we can do it. Like, oh no, I do not believe that that's the answer. I do think that there's a agenda of people that think that is the answer, and there's an uh, agenda of people that, uh, like the Georgia Guidestones. Have you? Seen what all is on the Georgia Guidestones? Not all, no. They believe that there's 500 million people that should go on to the next uh, phase. Well, yeah, so that's a drastic, drastic uh, decrease of the population. No, it's 8 billion people in the world. That's not drastic. 500 million? I mean, it's 8 billion people. That's 7.5 billion people to get rid of. Well, you said only 500 million people should be on the Earth? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's that's humongous. I thought you meant the other way around. Wow, yeah, that... Talk about, like... Man, how did you get that mad? Like, that's... This is the Georgia Guidestones, man. Some creepy shit. Man, that's... I can look it up uh, since I got the Googling here and back up the things that I say. I have my own Googling capabilities here. You're your own young Jamie, huh? Yes, Joe Rogan reference. Perfect. No, I'm, I'm just messing. Uh, what was I Googling? Oh, yeah. Georgia Guide Stones. Georgia Guide Stones. Images. Alright. So, maintain humanity under 500 million and perpetual balance with nature, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity, unite humanity with a living new language, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things, with tempered reason, protect people and nations. That's, the, that's not enough. That's not, that's, that's not... There's more on it, but that's that's one just keep, like keep you I'll just keep reading about the Guidestones then while you go use the bathroom. Yeah, Georgia Guidestones. Unite humanity with a living new language. Okay. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Balance personal rights with social duties. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite, and be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. It says that twice. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. That is interesting. Why would it have it twice? Why would it emphasize leave room for nature two times like that so if you uh, are listening now and you want to look at what I'm looking at just google the Georgia Guidestones and you can read what all it says uh, when you just go to the images part but it's these like literally these stones that are in Georgia don't know how it was built who built it whatever who funded the the construction of it um i'll let you i see it but okay all right yeah, yeah. we'll just yeah. zoom in for it let me see 
Uh, I read the whole thing to the uh, listeners, but what nice. is the... Sorry about that, guys. I just had to bleak. You were quick, man. Oh, yeah. Make sure I wash my hands and everything. I was talking about how it says, leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. It says it twice. So what happened? So these people aren't... Uh, they, don't, they don't assist anymore. These people are dead. I mean, the people who made it, there's no there's no telling. Like, they might have had, like, descendants of, like, kept watch of this thing okay. for centuries. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of shit that it's reminiscent of. It's pretty creepy. Like, but everything in it, you know, you're kind of on board with, except for the whole 500 billion. Like, be not a cancer of the earth. You're like, okay, I won't be a cancer. But what the fuck does that mean? You know, be not a cancer. I mean, I'm a Capricorn, so. That's okay. Astrology, all right. Yeah, I'm Scorpio. So. But is that shit like even like is it even real? Man, like, I truly don't think so. Like it's hard. It's a hard sell for me when people bring that up. It's kind of just like you're thirsty. It, like you know, like it just does like you're thirsty. Oh wow, this is so true. Like I'm, I am thirsty. Like. Uh, this is one of the biggest hustles I think ever. Like people really, really believe it. Also about the statues, like who owns that land? <laughs> like that's what I want to know. Like who who owns the land? And just be like, you know what? I guess I didn't get enough visitors, so let me keep it up there. Or the person who's like, man, this this land that I own is so beautiful. What would look good here is just like some fourteen foot tall stone that's just carved with uh you know a knife and, and written a bunch of weird things on it about depopulating the earth that would look really good with the sun in the background you know my neighbors will love it they will be so jealous of my guy's thoughts my hoa will be like you know what we all need to have this you know what that should be actually a thing that people start putting in their yard it's just like guy stones for their own house and I've actually seen, I've actually seen something similar. I know you've seen this thing where it's like, we believe science is real. Yeah. We believe, you know, like diversity or whatever the rest of it says. Have you seen that shit? Yeah. Tell me that's not the lamest, like, liberal bullshit you've seen. Yeah. It is, right? It's so lame. It's so just like, we want to reach out to everybody and one sign. And then they just put it in their yards and they're like, we're good people. It's just like, that's what those people sound like to me. Yeah. Like when I think about what they sound like, that's that's it. Yeah, it's just, I think everything has a good meaning. And when they started, maybe it did have a good meaning. But when it has all these extra ideas piled on top of it, that's when it gets diluted. And that's when it gets like, you know, like, hey, this doesn't make sense anymore. Like, but I think it probably did start with a good origin, but now it's just diluted. But here's the thing, you have to do something that is good without wanting the like reciprocation. Like without wanting anything in return. You have to do something good without hoping to have a good reaction from it. Like you know what I mean? You have to be completely absolved of the action. Elvis Comedy, uh, the first guest I had on this episode. Great podcast. Taught me that. Great guy. So if you're listening to this episode and you haven't listened to Elvis, what the fuck are you doing? Go listen to that episode. Uh, but continuing on with the, the Michael Garrick episode. 
uh, the host of pop and culture, um, uh, that would depopulation. There would be no more, hardly any more culture if that was the case. No, and the culture that did exist, the cultures that did exist, uh, I think it would start all over again when people would like find reasons why they don't like each other, sadly enough. Well, it said in the Guidestones too about fitness. So I guess fitness would be like their life and culture way of living and be not a cancer. But I feel like the be not a cancer thing is some sort of like Hitler with the Jews, like looking at them as a cancer. It doesn't seem like the kind of thing like be not a cancer in a good way. It seems like they're referring to something as cancer. Well, back then, almost everything was literal, so I would definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, because everything was very much literal at that time. So, like, who's who's like? Are they referring to people with that have gotten COVID nineteen before? You know, what could they be referring to? Who knows? Who knows? That is a very uh, interesting thing. Uh, and it's it's weird uh, with like the it seems like a secret society that put that up, right? And and that would be something that's like a invisible hierarchy, right? Of like people that are pulling the strings. I I truly believe people the rich you know rich do help manipulate the world. Uh, one of my one of the famous phrases I can't remember who exactly said it. Um, doctors don't own hospitals. Millionaires billionaires and millionaires own hospitals. Same goes with media. Um, a newscaster doesn't own the company that he does the news for like it's big people pulling strings and making money off other people so i think if that much money that much power they can definitely um manipulate and uh, control society that way i look at it this way if there are billionaires that are rich enough to get away with having sex with children on an island then there has to be billionaires that are rich enough to hunt people that have sex with kids on an island. That math adds up, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> if you're going to be a billionaire, you're going to be a Batman billionaire. You're not going to be an Epstein billionaire. Man, I read something that just... It didn't crush Batman for me, but it made so much sense when I read it, man. It was like, okay, Batman is supposed to be worth... Last time I read, I did research, he was worth $22 billion. Literally, if he puts one billion into Gotham, the whole city can change. But he wants to beat up clowns and break his people's arms. Like literally, if you put I a think billion that dollars, a billion dollars, in a, a, I compare Gotham to New York City. I think a billion dollars would go away real quick. Like that can be spent easily in New York City. I agree with the yeah. That can be gone. Billion dollars could be would gone. maybe clear up three blocks. You don't think you clear up like ten? I'll say ten. I'll say I'll get I'll go I'll go higher. I won't go ten, but I'll go I'll go seven or eight blocks. You know what one billion, billion? Could, you know what a billion could fix? What? Um Detroit. Or Flint. Yeah. Yeah, I can get the clean water in Flint. I can't believe they've had to go so long having to boil their own water. Yeah. Dude, we go through It's like third world country ish a little bit. We go through small little problems here, living here, where the, the water people mess up or something, something goes wrong, and we have to boil our water. And that shit is miserable yep. for, like, it's just, a, it's, it's an inconvenience. Like, it's not, 
You know what I mean? Like, we get through it, you know what I mean? But it's not fucking fun. No. For the three, four hours, or at the most, like, two days that we have to do it. Nice. Yeah, true. Imagine doing it for however long. Like, we've been talking about Flint forever. Yeah, we, we would definitely, I would definitely move. Like, I would not, I wouldn't settle for that. But yeah, billionaires, like, Bezos and how much he's made. And I've seen some strange, uh, Instagram has shown me some strange posts about Bezos and this quote, which uh, I'm going to paraphrase, but he was basically like, I don't see how it's a conflict of interest that someone can own a media company and also have contracts with the CIA. And I'm like, okay. You're making quotes like that, buddy, like, you're giving away a whole lot, like, you got your agenda, and you're talking to the CIA, you're doing their agenda, and so you're doing this, and doing that, and doing this. Bezos is one of those guys, man, that, uh, like, he scares me, honestly. I mean, same with Bill Gates, like, you know, the way Bill Gates put it a couple years ago, well, not a couple, like, decades ago, it was like, it was like yeah, when, when the military approached me, it wasn't like, no, it was more like, I can never be broke ever. I can be even more and more rich. So, I think it was more of just like, they know what positions they sit at, they know what they bring, and they also know like, if I don't play this game, I can end up being an accident, and I don't want to be an accident. You don't end up just drowning in a pool mysteriously, you know? Yeah. That's fucking scary. Drowning would be bad, man. Yeah. Just your lungs filling up with water. Not a good way to go. But you get what I'm saying. Like, they get killed because of, you know, oh, you don't want to work with us. Okay. That one movie, The Mechanic, uh, with Jason Statham. Yes. It was, a, it was a remake of the old one. Yes. I never saw the old one. but It's not bad. The old one's not bad. I heard it was good. Um, But that scene where he just, like, kills that guy uh, while underwater or whatever. And it makes it look like it was just, oh, the guy drowned. And then, like I mentioned earlier, Ricin, you know, Breaking Bad, just looks like they had a heart attack. Yeah. Are you familiar? You've seen Breaking Bad. Right? Yeah. Dude, that was great TV. Um, Better Call Saul is pretty good, too. I gotta finish it. I gotta finish it. Man, you should try Have you checked out Mando yet? The Mandalorian? We need to watch the, the most recent season. Yes. It was, they, they're, Disney's nailing it, man. Like, they are doing great with Disney+. Plus. The only thing that breaks my heart is I go back and watch the Disney Channel movies, and I'm like, fuck, this is horrible. And what kind of agenda does Disney Plus have? You know, they got a lot of power. Shit, they got to make money back now. Like, you, you saw how many people they had to fire just to be ahead? They had to fire, like, almost, what, 500,000 people? And they're open now. Disney's open now. You can go go to Disney. Can't wait. Yeah. Wear your mask. Yeah. But just not yet. Got to give it more time. You think you're going to take the vaccine when it comes out? Not exactly when it comes out. And honestly, man, I, I can I can envision just disappearing off of uh, the radar. Just not even being a comedian anymore. And just disappearing and you guys will never hear from me again. What kind of money are you going to make? I have to make a lot of money for this to happen. Because I, I definitely, that's definitely the goal. Like, I I love telling the story, and I don't mean to cut you off. I hope I didn't cut you off. Dude. No. 
I was in uh, Mexico. This is like seven years ago. I was in Mexico. No lie, I met. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. I met Shamal Scissors. They're millionaires off of just scissors. And the only thing special about their scissors that they had patent was the fact that their scissors has like a, a certain different circle of metal rod in the middle. And they said they became millionaires off that one idea. And Damn. I was like... That's where it's at. They were like, we're not the first people to make scissors. We're not the second person. We just have this one metal piece that makes it a little bit easier. For and they got the patent on that. And they're millionaires. See, that's like, the dream right there. It's just like making an invention and then getting the royalty, the patented, or whatever off of it. Like... Because I was like, these aren't the first people to make scissors. They was like, no, we're not. Right. Like Law Abiding Citizen, that movie with Gerard Butler and yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. That guy had so many patents out and he could just do whatever he wanted because yeah. he had so much money just like just sitting on it. Like, you can make a patent, get royalties from it, and just constantly be getting paid. That dude, he's a great actor, but he picks horrible fucking movies sometimes. I liked him, surprisingly, in The Ugly Truth. I forgot, he did do all those um, rom-coms in the beginning of his career. He did a bunch of rom-coms. Oh, man, he was like Matthew McConaughey. He did a lot of rom-coms too in the beginning. He sure did. But I don't think he ever did... Uh, any kind of acting performance as well as Matthew McConaughey other than 300. 300, I think his acting in, 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 in that movie, he was really good. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, that fighting uh, war movie, you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, him this and that. Spot. Yeah, exactly. So him and that was good. Uh, but I, like, I don't compare him... I wouldn't compare him to Matthew McConaughey. I, I've compared oh, no, him... Oh, God, no, God, no. It's just that we need both did rom-coms in the beginning. I'd compare him to more like a Zac Efron. I don't see that one. I, how are we getting there? One's a child star. Gerard's been around for a while, though. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong there. Yeah. Uh, Zac Efron, man, I graduated in 2010. So, like, I... Like, I seen... Like, I remember all the high school musicals, like... Not that I watched them, just like I knew they were a thing. And just to see where he is now, from the guy that was dancing and singing to like becoming a serious actor, I, I'll be honest with you, but I didn't see that shit coming. Uh, Zach Efron, uh, I did, I haven't seen, uh, he's got like a new thing on Hulu or something. Um, yeah, right. he like travels, they pay him yeah. to travel and go weird places. See, that, that to me, I don't know if he's acting in that, because no, I honestly could give a shit about like actors outside of movies, you know? I, I, thank you. I agree, too. It's like... It's, it's like, like an actor doing a podcast. Like, get the fuck out of here. If Bill Murray did a podcast, I'll listen to shit out of that. Dude, I could not listen to Will Ferrell uh, has a Ron Burgundy. Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it. I could not do it, man. It's, it's just... I couldn't do it. I don't, so I don't talk too much shit about it, but yeah. But I got you. I heard it too. It just it sounded like a skit more than a podcast. Yeah. And it's like that's fun for a while, but it's just it's just my preference. Like too much of that was was not bueno. You and Sauce talked about it, but like, but like we have two different formats, and we both have a format where we pre-record our podcasts. Um, I don't do live podcasts just because, like, for me, I'd rather have somebody after my podcast. Just like if it's you, like, hey, is there anything you said that, like, you don't want in it? Like, that's why I like pre-recorded. Um, some people do live, and that, that's cool. Like, live is cool. You just, 
you know, I think it's more like thanking. But have you had a guest yet that, like, you know them in real life? You know them. And then when they got on the podcast, they're like, who the fuck is this? Or you haven't had that yet? I mean, that kind of thing is just nervousness, I think. No, what I'm trying to say is, like, you know this person. And then they get on the podcast, you press record, and you're like, oh, okay, he's not being himself. Like, he... It's, it's more like, okay, I get it. This is like corporate them. This isn't them. This is to make sure they don't say anything dumb or like they can get them canceled. I get what you're saying, and I'll still say that. I think it's just nervousness and it goes away. Okay. Like, that is something that I think, like, doing a long podcast, you can get through. Um, and I've seen it happen. Like, I, I did, like, uh, like, like kind of like get what you mean, like, seeing somebody just kind of being. Uh, I guess just on is what you would say. It's just like they're on. Yeah. And uh, that's fine. You know, it's a podcast. You have to be on. You have to be able to uh, think in succession and have stream of conscious as you talk and not sound stupid. Try not to sound stupid. Yeah. Being the key word, try. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's, that's all we can really do is just try. And that's why being prepared helps. And yes. so that's why I put these backup topics. Uh, do you dance at all? No. Moving on to the next topic. All Do right. You? <laughs> uh, I used to, so yeah, that's why I put it. I don't really need. I still do, just like if it's a good song or something. I can just two step. That's it. I can two step, and I can do any song that has like what I'm supposed to do in the movie. I mean, in the song. Like if it's like right Jump. foot, yeah. right foot. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Because <laughs> you're just listening to the yeah, instructions, okay. like yeah, this is. I'm like, this is more for exercise, but you know, I have to get the money. Um, It'd be funny if, like, even the most complex of dance song, like, moves and, like, dance routines were done to a song that, like, narrated what you're supposed to do the whole time. Like, you know, those ones, like, twist around, do a front flip, you know, just, like, constantly following along. I never forget, uh, the first time I heard Alicia slide, my mom was like, just do what she says. And I was like, I'm listening to I'm like, there is no lines on what to do in this song. I don't, have you ever heard the Electric Slide? No. Okay, but it's, 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 it's Yeah, it's, I mean, I've heard it, but I just don't, I can't think of, like, what you... It's no, like, it's no, like, jump, move, right for the song. It's just, like, it's a song so old that people just, like, apparently know how to dance to it. And I, I mean, just, it says slide in it, doesn't it? Yes, yes, but it definitely doesn't tell you which way or where to move. Oh. Uh, like, it's definitely, it's, it's, it's like a, I don't know, it's like a, I don't know, it's just something, like, you see other people do, it's like, oh, okay, that's how I do it, like. Right, and I'm sure there was an old music video or something for it. For maybe, me. maybe I heard that it was about her vibrator. I don't even know if that's true. Okay. Uh, yeah, have you ever used a, a vibrator um, on someone? No. Yeah, technically yes, but like the little uh, looks like um, like a pill box, not a pill box, but like. I don't know, like the little pin ones, like not like a shape like a dick one, no. But like a little pin looking thing, like it looks like a big ass peel, I guess. But never like a dick shaped vibrator, just like a. I don't think I've had a, or used a dick shaped vibrator either. But like a pin shape, or like looks like a big peel shaped vibrator, yeah. What about the ones that like wrap around and, and like kind of vibrate the, you know, the, the scrotal area? No, but I've seen those, man. Uh, I, 
I wouldn't be against it, shit. I, <laughs> I don't know how I got started on this topic. Uh, I was I was gonna ask you what are some ways that you stay sane, and you know, sex is a good way to stay sane. I would say. Yeah, sex is one of the best ways to stay sane. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you can definitely tell somebody that's like getting pussy and someone that's not getting pussy. Like, you can you can <laughs> you can't tell me you can't tell the difference. Like. Yeah, yeah, because they're happier, man. Yeah, it's like, I've seen people that don't get pussy, and they're always, like, annoyed at the slightest thing. Just have a mean look on their face. Yeah. Well, it's much a good pussy, like. Um, oh, yeah, but I, I brought up sauce just because of that podcast. Um, do Because I feel like it's going to come. Like, how do you think you'll feel when you do this for a living? When this is a part of one of your incomes? When this becomes a part of one of your incomes? I'm looking forward to the extra time, uh, and hope I just hope that I will uh, find it in me to put forth the right effort where I need to, as far as writing more and actually just sitting in front of the notebook. Because too often I just want to do what is fun in the moment, like you know, just video games are a big problem for me. And you should do Twitch, man. That's what I've been doing. I'm thinking about it, man. Uh, I have been thinking about it because you can, you can do the screen record, and then I also could just do like another camera and stream it. Yeah, man. So yeah, follow, guys, follow me on Twitch. It's uh, Popping Culture, P I P O P P I N Culture. Do you talk about any culture things while you play? Uh, sometimes, sometimes I'm just really into the game, and I just have to like stick to talking about the game. But yeah, of course. What games do you play? Uh. Mostly first-person shooters. And, on uh, what console? Uh, PC. I'm a PC gamer now. My friend um, Raphael Mondiki, he's on um, an episode of Pop and Culture I had like last the week before last, and um, he's the one that got me into uh, PC gaming. It just it just made more sense. It was like, uh, believe it or not, it was cheaper like uh, in the long run because it's a computer also. Plus the games look way better than they ever looked on anything else. How much would it cost for me to have like a nice monitor, nice system, like CPU? Well, if you want, you can use your TV monitor. That's what I do. Like I, I literally use my TV monitor. But if you want to use a, uh, get a nice monitor, uh, it ranges between one fifty to three hundred. And then the and, PC. Uh, I luckily mine is worth thirteen hundred. I got it for a thousand, just because it was um, open um, on showroom. But uh, everything together, my uh, desktop was uh, uh, $1,370. Uh, the computer itself was only 1000 but I got Best Buy's warranties and bullshit. Man, that's that's cool. I would not have any comedy life whatsoever if I had a PC. Well, that's why I, I just try to base around 7 to, uh, 7 to 12 on my off days. That's when I stream. And that's all I stream. I don't stream anything past. How's that going? Are you starting? To uh, eleven follow, uh, eleven followers in the past two weeks because I've only been doing it for two weeks. That's cool, man. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I don't hate on the the fucking grind, man. And I understand you gotta be consistent with this shit. Yeah. And, so. and and you are someone who I, I look up to as someone that like has a lot of effort that they're putting into their stuff. Like you do the okay. video aspect. You you know you got the the mics for both of us when I went on there instead of the, the one group microphone that I have. So, I, you know, I got to get my shit together, get like, a, get like you, man, just trying to be yeah. like you. 
No, man, I'm trying to get like you, brother. Like you, <laughs> like you. When it Thanks. comes to hitting the ground and running, man, like you did well in comedy. Like I still remember the first conversation you had because you, uh, you was like, I think you was like, Do I, am I supposed to go all the way to Raleigh or something? You were telling me, yeah, show in Raleigh. He's like, is that normal to go all the way to Raleigh for like twenty dollars? And I was like, yeah, buddy. In the beginning, nobody knows who you are. I'm not gonna pay you a lot for someone they don't know. But like, dude, you fit the ground running. You've had multiple rooms that you host and um. You're one of the best hosts I know, honestly. Uh, your crowd work has got way, way better. Like, you're coming a long way, man, so. I'll just not even stop you from continuing what you're saying. Like, you can just keep on, and, and that'll be the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This has been uh, a great episode. Um, I really appreciate you coming. And before we go, just uh, other than sex, obviously, which is great, what's some other ways that you have stayed sane during... 2020 and all the craziness. Um, going sober um, was one of the biggest things. I was definitely, definitely an alcoholic. And um, working out, man, I'm um, I'm very big into jogging. So uh, just working out, mostly uh, making sure I at least run at least five miles a week. Sometimes five between five and ten miles a week. And um, yeah, uh, that reading. And stand up, man. Like I said, stand up, get, being able to express my thoughts, those are really uh, help me stay sane. What about you? Uh, video games, as much as I, I, I dread that it takes away from uh, my writing, I do really enjoy them. And playing with my wife, like me and her play together. Nice. What games do y'all play if you're on my max? Mobile Legends. The uh, Okay. It's a five on five, like on your phone, mobile battle. With other people. Nice. It's nice. really, really fun. Nice. I'll check that out. And just hang out with her, you know, just hang out with her, doing comedy now that comedy's back. Uh, hopefully, no more lockdowns. Uh, and, you know, that way we can keep doing this. And uh, that's about it, man. And, you know, just not trying to have vices, you know, just trying to uh, stick to the level of happiness that I have without needing crutches, you know? So, realizing what those are is, 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 imp- is important. Bro, it's, it's, it's eye-opening when you, like, really sit down and be like, oh, I don't need this, I don't need that, I don't need this, like, and to me, that was one of the best things for me. Congrats on sobriety, man. That's really oh, cool. Oh, thanks, man, thanks, man. It just, I think COVID just opened my eyes to a lot of things. Like, I used to be worried about so many things, and now it's like, because I work in the medical field, so COVID, uh, I won't say where I work or my jobs, but we lost almost 70 people. So after seeing that, it's like, man, fuck with people if they don't like me or whatever from or whatever I got going, you know, whatever's trying to bother me. It's like, no, nah, I can be gone tomorrow, so it doesn't matter. Exactly right, man. Uh, live every day to your fullest, and don't worry about things that are out of your control. We'll just leave on that, and that'll be the end of this episode dude thank you so much no problem really appreciate you coming one more time where can these people find you um please find me on facebook at popping culture uh instagram on popping culture twitch popping culture and youtube popping culture is p-o-p-p-i-n-c-u-l-t-u-r-e um we're all about pop culture and the people that love it and the cultures that influence pop culture Awesome, man. And I'll put that in the description as well. Thank you again for coming. And 
everyone listening, have a nice time, uh, whatever time of the day it is, and stay sane. Do not go postal. Peace.